Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Sketchfest. I am one half of a whole idiot. I'm Chelsea. And I guess I'm the whole idiot. I'm Josh. You're the other half. Uh, it's one half of a whole idiot. Uh, okay. Sorry. So, hey, we have for you today an episode that is not really what we usually do. It's out of the ordinary for us. A new format. So, we were talking about this in our uh, Sketchfest headquarters group chat where we believe that this might be maybe like a palate cleanser for us. True. Very much so. And I think it would be productive for us as well. And especially once like Anton gets out, I'm, I know for a fact it'll be very useful for him. But we obviously here at Sketchfest, we like to focus on things that are sketchy and or, you know, fall under some sort of umbrella of just chaos. Yes. Something along those lines. But today we're going to have a little therapy sesh. So we thought that we would start implementing mental health episodes because lord knows we could probably both use it i don't know about you but i know for a fact i need it you heard it from the horse's mouth did you just call me a horse because i know you like horse girls don't play with me josh (laughs) don't play with me i don't know your secrets anywho and it also gives you the listener a chance to i don't know relatable yeah relate or get to know us a little better yeah because i feel like obviously we're very surface level here you know there's a lot behind the scenes um we have to kind of like portray some sort of different characters uh, for lack of a better term when it comes to sketchfest because it's I don't know. We're, we're here to entertain uh, first and foremost mm-hmm. and talk because that's a good outlet. Um, it's fun. It's creative for us. And hopefully it's fun for you, the listener, as well. But like there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. I mean, if you saw our group chat, you would be astounded it's at what chaos. kind of things are going on. And maybe one day Dan will mic up and he'll join on a good episode of therapy. Yeah, we're going to try to get Dan on a on a therapy episode one of these days. So we're going to try to implement these, you know, every once, once in a while. while. Yeah, there's no rhyme or reason to it. But we do want to kind of branch out from things that are not just sketchy geared. You know, we want to have discussion posts. We want to have relatable content for everybody because... Today, we have recorded what? This is our fifth episode? Something like that. Fourth or fifth. And all of the episodes that we've talked about so far, except for maybe like one of them, have Mm. really pertained to like mental health. So it's been kind of like a doom and gloom Mental health or lack of. Yeah. Mental health or lack thereof. Um, But I think it's important that people talk about this shit. And I, I, like I said earlier in our episode that you have already heard, but... Um, our episode about school shootings earlier, I I said that I think everyone should be in therapy, you know, because a lot of these tragedies could have been probably avoided if yeah. there was some sort of mental health, I guess, 
don't know, someone paying attention to it or addressing it. Sometimes you just need somebody to listen who... It's all you really need. And that's why I'm a huge, uh, a huge supporter of therapy. But you know what kills me is the fact that I just graduated therapy. I had been in therapy. Thank you. It goes down south, though. Um, Yeehaw. I had been in therapy for, fuck, I, since I was like eight, on and off. But um, So that's about 30 years for anyone doing math. It's about 21. 21, 21. <laughs> 21 can you do something for me <laughs> um but yeah so i've been in therapy for a long time but i actually recently just graduated my therapist was like you know i think that you have done a lot of growth i think that you're doing i think that you're doing well now um so personally i don't know if you need me anymore and I cried, but then I thought about it over the next few days and I was like, you know what? She's kind of right. She doesn't need to see me. I don't need to see her. And she's got plenty of other clients or patients or whatever that could probably benefit from seeing her more than I can. So I was like, you know what? Fine. Let's let's call it quits. I was hesitant to call it quits because I'm going through a really nasty court situation right now. And the whole premise of this court situation is that the opponent is holding my mental health against me and trying to use it as a as leverage to say that I am not a good person, I'm not a good parent, whatever. Everything under the fucking scope they are just saying that I'm terrible. And it's all because of my mental health. They're just holding on to my mental health and using it against me. So I was afraid to quit therapy because the last thing I wanted them to do was use me quitting therapy against me. But wouldn't you fucking know it? They're going to hold it against me no matter what. So I... And for the record, you graduated. You didn't quit. Correct. You graduated. Correct. So I think of that as being, you know, a sign. Like it's even in her notes that... You know, it got to the point where there are no issues that need to be resolved and I've done everything in my power to cope and I'm doing well. So I don't understand why it's constantly having to be held against me. I'll never understand. I really don't think I ever will. But the turning point was uh, last week I had another court session and basically the entire time they were shitting on me. So they, I'm going to try to keep it as vague as possible because the last thing that I want is for this to get used against me as well. But at the same time, if this were to get used against me, everything that I'm going to say today should like, I don't know, it should it make you see it in a different light, I guess. Right. Because while yes, I suffer from mental health issues, I shouldn't be demonized for it. You know? Yeah. So, anywho, I um was getting shit on in court, just like back to back to back to back to back by multiple different people. It was literally just like me coming to court to just be fucking shit on. And it was going okay. It was like, whatever, I can ignore half of these claims, whatever. I'm not really hurt about it. I know that you don't like me. I know that I don't like you. We don't like each other. Let's fucking move on. Stop beating a dead horse. Right. But it wasn't until the last three minutes that everything went south. We literally had 
like three minutes until the judge was like, I have to leave. And um, they dropped a bomb on me. And it went real south real fast. So it got to the point where now, because of that bomb that was dropped on me, I have to completely rewrite my life again because this person is holding on to any last little bit of power and control that they have over me and trying to use everything they can against me. It's just, it's, it's now that I have to find a new job. I found a career. I found my dream job. I love being a teacher. And now I have to rewrite it again. Because ever since I decided that I wanted to be a teacher in my field, this person that I am in court against has very openly stated that this is a stupid idea. You're never going to make money. Um, it's just everything about it. He didn't like it. So that's fine. Whatever. But to me, and like I said in episodes earlier today, the fucking school shooting one, it's never been about the money. It's never just about the money for me. It's about the passion that I have for it. And this person has their own career. You know, you found your dream career, so why can't I have mine? Because it doesn't fit your narrative. Meanwhile, this person has a long list of trials and tribulations and being a troublemaker and i have nothing against me but still continuing to be a troublemaker yeah but still i am the problem apparently so it's just frustrating because like mental health is still so stigmatized but what what really like is just the icing on the cake is the fact that this person that i am up against has openly stated and claimed and has it's in writing that this person also has mental health issues but chooses to not be medicated for it chooses to not get any help so why is it that i'm the asshole like am i the asshole right it's like a whole game of doing something about it as opposed to sweeping it under the rug exactly so Basically, the whole thing, though, is that um, back when me and my ex-husband split up, so like 2016, maybe, I was going through it, per usual. Bad breakup, really awful breakup. But when you go through a bad breakup, it's never easy. It's never just like quiet and cordial. I mean, nowadays, I feel like I can do that because I've learned to live with myself. But, you know, back then it's like that's my person and they hurt me and I hurt them and whatever. So it was messy. It was fucking loud, messy breakup. So obviously I'm going through something. So I go to therapy again. And this is where they diagnose me with bipolar one, which I've been very open about. Very open about. So there's two different types of bipolar. There's bipolar one and bipolar two. Bipolar one airs on the side of uh, like the side of mania, so I'm manic all the time, fucking crackhead. It seems like like I'm naturally a just crackhead. But then there's bipolar two, which airs on the side of depression. So personally, I have never experienced depression like true depression. Um, I've had bouts of sadness, but like who hasn't? Right. You know. So 
I was diagnosed with that and I've been medicated for it ever since. But until last year, I was okay with this diagnosis. But since last year, I have had thoughts about that not being the correct diagnosis, which I've been misdiagnosed a million times with different things. Right. Whatever. <clears throat> I believe it to be ADHD. ADHD and bipolar one are damn near the same thing. They hmm. act and manifest the same way, except for one is, I don't know, uh, one is more, I guess, socially acceptable. Like, yeah. you think of everyone, like, having ADHD, you're like, uh-huh, quirky, quirky, right. whimsical, my guy, hyper, yeah. So what's wrong with bipolar? So I personally don't think I have bipolar. But my doctor, my psychiatrist, currently will not explore that option of diagnosing me or like doing the tests or anything, which I have taken tests and they are off the charts with that one. So I wouldn't be shocked. But it's like they manifest the same. And ADHD is so much more acceptable because it's like, oh, haha, you're funny, you're right. hyper. But bipolar is linked to being depressed or manic and violent i'm not a violent person and i feel like in modern society people you're bipolar they also like put like schizophrenia and that kind of stuff in the yeah. question which is completely different maybe some similarities but they're really very two very opposite different. sides of the spectrum like, they are two things that manifest in totally separate ways but yeah, they do. They do share some similar characteristics. I mean, but there are a lot a of, lot of mental that. health things share similar characteristics. You know, so it's like with bipolar one, I have extreme bouts of mania. But ever since I've had a kid, I have learned how to harness my mania for good. So I use it in productive ways. I mean, I started this fucking podcast. Yeah. I'm a I'm a shit getter donner. You know, I started working with Total Deathcore. I was a shit getter donner there. Like you're a teacher. I'm a teacher, which I will say ADHD is amazing if you're a teacher. Having it is incredible if you're a teacher because it's you get so much shit done. Right. <laughs> you get so, I mean, granted I have a lot of like marbles floating around in my brain you know, because it's like, oh, I got to do this and I got to do that. And I lose track of what the fuck I'm doing, but it always gets done. Right. So I don't like to see it as some sort of crippling event or crippling thing in my life. In fact, I use it for good because I'm productive and I've always been a very creative person. So being creative and productive has done me wonders. And that's why I believe in this podcast so much. I mean, granted, I'm not the best at reading. You know, I'm not good at reading. Uh, sometimes I'm funny. But like still, I feel like we have so many good ideas. And there's so many good ideas that we have that are on the rise that'll be here, you know, before we even fucking know it. Which we can't wait to share with you listeners. But it's just, it's bizarre how people will ostracize you for these things. When they blatantly tell people that they also have it. That's what, that's the thing that like throws me 
all the way it's, off. It's, it's hypocritical. It's so hypocritical. How is it okay when you do it, but it's not okay when I do it? But I'm getting help. Like, my therapist had to come testify for me in court. That's ridiculous. Meanwhile, this man that I had to do a third-party psych- like psychiatric evaluation with shit on me the whole time because I told the truth. I said, everything that I say in this evaluation is the truth. I have proof of everything on here. Everything that I tell you, I have proof of. And he shit on me the whole time. And then when we were like, well, how do you know that? Or why do you say that? His only reply was, oh, the other party told me. Oh, yeah? Did that other party tell you that they have a long list of uh, troublemaking and lying? We have a four-inch binder if you would like to see some of them for yourself. But go off, King. So it's just like so annoying because I am forced to deal with this person for many moons to come. If I if 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 the opportunity arose to where I never had to deal with them again, I'd be ecstatic. This person beats me to the ground all the time about my mental health. But then refuses to believe the fact that they are the the reason right. that I am not doing well. The stressor. You are my main stressor. You and your little posse that I don't even know. And they have the nerve to talk all this mad shit. It's just like, it's so funny. Because I always say, like, I don't let people bother me. And, like, truthfully, even this whole situation, like, they don't bother me. It's the subject matter of using right. my mental health against me and claiming that I am not fit for X, Y, Z, X, Y, and Z, you know, when I am because that X, Y, and Z has been my entire life. I have done nothing but good for X, Y, and Z, but I'm the problem when this person has done absolutely nothing for X, Y, and Z. I'm sorry, but I'm the problem. Okay. Well, and I think a big factor is if your mental health was truly bad, you wouldn't be working as a teacher instructing the youth. Young, yes, yeah. the youth. Like I was put in a position where I am trusted with everything that I say, all of my actions, everything that I say, do, or you know share it's trusted because i have no reason for nobody to trust me this person makes up reasons for me to not be trustworthy and guess what it's all my mental health do you know how many people have mental health issues in the united states in the world even the entire world I would say that it's the majority. Absolutely. It's the majority mm-hmm. of people on this planet have mental health problems. So are you just telling me that you're perfect? That don't seem right. Because if you were perfect, you wouldn't have this long list of being a troublemaker. And you wouldn't constantly be shitting on me. When I'm over here minding my fucking business, all I do is mind my business, let people talk shit to me. You talk your shit, you're talking to a brick wall. So at the end of the day, these people do not affect me. They do not bother me. It's just 
it's just fucked up that they use your mental health against you. Yeah. Because if I had anxiety, would I be a threat? If I had depression, I mean, maybe I'd be a threat. <laughs> if I had ADHD that was confirmed, which I'm 99% sure it is ADHD, because right. even the bipolar meds that they have me on, which I've been on for eight fucking years, I still get manic. I still am hyperactive. I still cannot sleep. Yeah, you've you know you've what? Never, you've never struck me as bipolar. I've dated someone who's bipolar and comes from a family of like bipolar. And you've known me for and, like, a while. Schizophrenia. I've known you for years and I don't ever. That doesn't ever cross my mind. Like ADD, ADHD. I could see that. Yeah. But like I don't it's fit a different, the, the, the stereotype. Bipolar. bipolar manic is much different it is it's destructive yes it's impulsive mm-hmm. it's manipulative and i'm not going to sit here and say that i've never had bouts of mania where i wasn't impulsive because we all have we all whenever we are feeling a little a little twacky little we coo- all get a little, a little impulsive a little kooky you know, like there was one time I bought a dog that I knew I was not allowed to have. I bought a dog for $2,500 and it died in three days. Whatever. Um, that's beside the point. So it's like, yeah, I've had bouts of um, mania. But the fact of the matter is that I'm medicated for bipolar. <clears throat> but I still can't sleep. I still am hyperactive and I'm still manic. All of... These symptoms that um, these meds are supposed to address. They don't address. They don't address. But you know, these three symptoms that I just talked about that are not being addressed by my meds, you know what those would be categorized under? ADHD. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if for any reason throughout this entire court case, I were to get diagnosed, re-diagnosed, and they say it's not bipolar and it's ADHD... Suddenly, does that change your mind? Does that change your viewpoint on me as a person? It's a great question. Like, you want to hold on to the stereotype of bipolar. Right. Why? (laughs) Why? People with bipolar can function, first of all. First and foremost, people with bipolar can function. Well, and that just shows how uneducated this other party is. Yeah. Since that is the only thing they're trying to grasp which really isn't anything to grasp onto when i tell you that that is the only thing that this person is holding on to it's it's to the point where this person is grasping for straws at this one trope this one crazy trope why so you mean to tell me that if for some reason i get re-diagnosed throughout this trial you're gonna try to then say that no, she's lying. She doesn't have bipolar. I'm sorry. Do I do I look like a medical professional? If I was, maybe I would have not ever disclosed bipolar. Right. You know, maybe I would have dealt with it elsewhere. Right. But if I get re-diagnosed as ADHD, then you're going to say I'm lying or are you going to say that I'm a threat now that I have ADHD? Because where's the tipping point? Bipolar is associated with violence. Sure. Can be violent. For me, has never been. Right. So I'm just, this person is writing their own narrative and it's exhausting. 
And it makes me wonder if you get re-diagnosed and it's ADHD. And then the court then changes their opinion. Does that show that now there's an issue with the court systems because they don't actually understand what bipolar is then? Do you know what I mean? If they're it's, like, oh, well, we're... It's a we, crazy stereotype. You know, like, oh, you've been diagnosed with this, but it's actually this. Well, then how have they been treating other people who have bipolar? Yeah. So if that was the case and things took a 180 after I'm re-diagnosed, then suddenly you're stereotyping people with bipolar. Right. You're already not giving them a fair chance. And I will never understand it because this person says that they are bipolar as well. Yeah. It's cool when you do it, but it's a problem when I do it. Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> it all comes around. I don't know, man. It's just, it's so interesting to see. Because if you were to look at this person's, if you were to look at like the just sheer amount of paperwork that's associated with this person, just the sheer amount of paperwork, you look at mine, tell me that that person doesn't also scream bipolar. If anything, I would cross-reference my paperwork. And you would see how mine doesn't even align with bipolar. Right. I am convinced. I mean, granted, you can be bipolar and have ADHD. That is not out of the ordinary. Right. But all of my stereotypical symptoms align with ADHD. The fact that I cannot sleep, my medications that I've been on for eight years are supposed to regulate my sleeping pattern. Yeah, if I'm bipolar. What about the ADHD? And it, you know... My fucking mouth talks faster than my brain can even <laughs> comprehend. That definitely sounds like ADHD. Mm-hmm. Most like talk before you think. Yeah, I can't stop. Don't it's just know. I'm flapping at the fucking gums. And it's... Because you grew up with a certain person who was diagnosed with bipolar and that person drastically different than you are mm-hmm. so that that, that's that in my from from my perspective that is textbook absolutely yeah so it's interesting that you say that because i feel like my issues definitely stem from a lot of trauma mm-hmm. so we're gonna get real for a minute I grew up in a very unsettling household. So I put on this tough guy front because I simply don't have the mental capacity to deal with any sort of like emotional trauma anymore. I just ignore it. I sweep it under the rug until it bottles up per usual, And then I'm the problem when I explode. Right. Whatever. But I grew up in a house with two felons. So my mom was a felon. My dad was a felon, which is fine. You know, felons deserve love, too. But these people, and I've said this once, I'll say it again. And you know what? I'll say it a million more times. I'm a firm believer that my brother and I should have never been born. And I say that because my brother and I were born solely to fix their relationship. In turn, this traumatized us. I mean, I remember days where my dad would be outside my mom would be fighting with him and my mom would hit the metal door with a baseball bat in front of us child endangerment 
Um, there were times where my dad would, you know, be off the handles because he used to drink a lot. He'd be off the handles and then he and my sister would fight a lot. And, uh, there was a time where he cut the the phone lines. So no, none of us can call the cops or anything. Um, got to the point where like my mom and my, my dad were like interchangeably in and out of jail and rehab. Like, I still have letters from my mom in rehab. I was eight. (laughs) Eight. So then it turned into this thing where my mom was no longer fit for custody. So my dad got full custody of me and my brother. And then he remarried. And wouldn't you know it, this woman didn't like me or my brother. Because we weren't hers. So then it started with physical abuse in that household. Mental abuse, emotional abuse, never any sexual abuse that I know of. If that ever did happen, I can see that my brain would probably have just blocked it out. Blocked it out. Yeah. So to me, I don't know if that would have, if that has ever happened. But it was just vile. And it was toxic. And I don't think I'll ever like mentally recover from that. But that does severely just confirm. That me and my brother should have never been born. And truthfully, they set us up for disaster. So between their relationship being so violent and toxic, we were neglected mentally, emotionally, even sometimes physically. Um, You know, we had to live with our grandparents at some point, at certain points. Um, Their relationship and then my dad's relationship with my stepmom, these... Both uh, made it very hard for me. I know I especially struggle with this. This made it very hard for me to be in relationships because I don't understand what a healthy relationship should look like. I've never seen it. I've heard of it. I don't know how to accomplish it. So I have attachment issues. I have issues with being in relationships. I can't. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not good at it. I know going into a relationship that I it will always fail. I know this. It's just a matter of time. So that's why I've been single for three years. Not because I really needed to focus on myself, which I mean, I did. I needed to learn to be able to sit with myself for a while. I know this. But it's because I am not ready to go into another relationship and count down to when it goes to shit. And I know that's very, that's a very toxic way to think about that. But I can't, I can't have a healthy relationship because I don't know what it's like and I don't know how to achieve it so I just don't so then in turn that makes it weird for my life currently because I have a kid yes he has a father figure in his life but like when he comes to my house it's just me and him so there might be days where I don't want a rough house. I really don't want to wrestle you in the fucking living room WWE style. <laughs> like there are days where I just don't want to do that. But then it's like, I don't want to date because I can only see these people when I'm not with my kid. And then it's like, I don't know if I want you to meet my kid. And then if I ever do let you meet my kid, what if you leave us? Right. So it's just like a constant fucking loop. Of just bullshit. So. That leads me back to my point. Of like my parents severely fucked me up. 
severely. But now I'm paying for it as a 29-year-old adult in court. I'm fighting for my fucking life in court. And I can't even defend myself until the next court date in five months. That's ridiculous. That's so long. Yeah. So I literally just had to sit there and just hear about how shitty of a human being I am and this, this, and that. All the while, the whole time, they're lying under oath. And I have proof of it. But I cannot even state my fucking case until four or five months from now. So I have to live for the next four or five months with everyone just thinking that I'm the shit show here. Right. When that day comes, I'm unleashing hell. (laughs) I'm going to speak my fucking peace unapologetically. And it's to the point where this person just keeps trying to ruin my life because I'm no longer in their grasp. But any chance that they get, they're looking for that last little bit of control. They are controlling. They're emotionally abusive. They are physically, mentally abusive. They are financially abusive. This person, honestly, you would think at this point that karma would have just dealt with it and she has quite a few times but i'm just waiting for the big like ending right you know Mm because i'm a firm believer of karma so that's why i don't do anything outside of my means unless i have to so when a you know physical fight broke out you know i'm not starting it but i will fucking finish it right you know so It's just, it's bizarre because you would think that this person would have like got the fucking point that karma always gets you. Every time this person has fucked with me, they have been injured in some sort of way, you know, whether it be a car accident, another car accident, Mm. (laughs) uh, you know, jail. Right. Like. This person really, like, does not get it. Like, they are the most delusional person I've ever met in my life. And I hate to say it because X, Y, and Z that has happened in my life is so precious to me. But I would have rather not ever met this person and not ever had the chance to experience X, Y, and Z. Right. I'll forever be grateful for it, but it's like I'm going to pay for it. For the rest of my life. Yeah. And I think it's bullshit. Because I mean. If I were. The shit starter that I used to be. I would have ruined this person's life. Ten times over. I have the capacity to do so. You know. This world is very progressive. Even though we still are just. Not making much progress. It's like. We're we're woke. Right. We're making progressions. In the woke right, world. Right. But like action wise not really but you know if these woke people and these progressive people heard half of the shit that this case contains they would handle the situation for me so it's like if i were the shit starter that i am that would have been done but i have vowed since the shit the shit show even like began that i'm gonna let it handle itself because in the end this person will be responsible for their own downfall. Right. And I put that on the Bible. I mean, I'm not really religious, but I put that on everything. 
I I put that on everything. This person will be their own demise. And it sucks because, like, I mean, I don't want to ruin their life because they are unfortunately needed to be in my life for the next however fucking many years, for the rest of my life, truly. Right. But I just would rather not. So they are needed for now, but I don't want them. The gift that keeps on giving. Unfortunately. So I just think it's bizarre how, like, stigmatized mental health is. Everyone could benefit from a hug and some therapy. Yep. Even if it's court-ordered. Right. <laughs> yep. I just, I don't know. I don't get it. It's very bizarre. Because it's like, I just don't get why bipolar is specifically uh, characterized by violence. Not it's not always violent. It's yeah, it it is weird. Cause I mean, even growing up, hearing about bipolar and then realizing what it is, completely different from how it was explained to me growing up. Hundred percent. I yeah. mean, it, they make it seem like such a big deal, especially like in the generation, especially in the generation before ours. Yeah. You know? Oh God, they love to. But now it's like, I mean, it's really not even like that. No, like, not at all. What are you talking I mean, about, Becky? Right, like y'all make it seem like I, these people all need to be in a straight jacket and put in a, you know, so institution. So here's a follow up question, because I want to get your perspective on this really mm-hmm. quick. So you know the stereotype behind bipolar, not yes. good. They paint it in a very negative light. Yes. Would you paint somebody that's epileptic in a negative light? No. That's interesting to me, because scientifically, if you were to compare epilepsy. And bipolar, they are the same exact thing. Huh. So, bipolar and epilepsy are, um, they are completely handled by the frontal lobe, right? So, it's a frontal lobe problem. But, it's just a characteristic of misfires. So, there's a lot of electrical shit going on in the frontal lobe, but it's characterized by misfires. So... When it comes to bipolar, it's kind of like if you think about your frontal light, uh, your frontal lobe like switching on a light, like a light switch, mm-hmm. and it stays on for a while, and you're manic, and then it switches back off, and then you're like down to earth again, right? Right. Epilepsy is a constant flipping of the switch, so it's constantly misfiring, so that's why you have seizures. Bipolar people are put on anti-epileptic medications. I am on anti-epileptics and I've never had a seizure because neuroscience, it's the same fucking thing. Right. This is, it's nobody knows that part. It's nobody loves the science part. And I think it also comes back to like our health system too. Some, I feel like there are some doctors that cop out because it's easier to just say, Oh, it's this. And then the problem's not theirs anymore. Mm hmm. Especially because a lot of doctors just view patients as money. You get more patients. Sometimes it's not always, uh, It's you know, you get incentives outside of just salary. That's why I wish that we had universal health care. Because then it wouldn't be about cash grabbing. Right. It would be more about, you know, you're getting paid, period. Right. So why don't we try to actually do some, like, good work? Right. Because a diagnosis can change somebody's life forever. I mean... Yeah. Fucking case in point. 
this bipolar I mean, diagnosis has changed my life forever. Honestly, it seems similar to like those people who get put in jail for something they didn't do. And then they find out years later. It's like, oh, exactly. well, it's like, sorry, it's your job. It is your job to use deductive reasoning to figure out what the hell is going on. And if you just use a cop out like, oh, it's anxiety or, oh, uh, whatever, you're just depressed or, oh, you are just having panic attacks. Huh? I know so many people that have had heart conditions that were passed off as anxiety. Was the tipping point when they die? Right. Like, is that when we're like, oh, you know what? That, it it that wasn't that. It, was, it, it, it could yeah. have been that, actually. Oops. What? Yeah. It's just a shame. It really is a shame. But I'm going to still keep fighting and kicking because it's what I do. Eventually, there will be an end. And eventually, there will be an end and there will be a, a very uh, justice-filled end. Whether it's, you know, at our next court date or... In the future. There will be an end the or, story or, will or be told. realization. That's one thing that I can't wait for is mm-hmm. the realization. Whether it be on their part and they realize like, oh my God, I was actually a fucking douchebag. Right. Like, what the fuck was wrong with me? Because they need some self-reflection is what they need. Right. Um, or I really can't wait for the people that were along for this ride that only heard the one side because I've kept my Mm -hmm. mouth shut this entire fucking time. This person has dragged me through the mud. The mud. I have not said a goddamn word. I have kept my peace because I know when the time comes, so many people are going to regret not getting the full information. Right. And in turn, I think that that will be a very bad outcome for the opponent as well. Yeah. Because a lot of these people you work with or, you know, you you work with uh, on projects or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of these people are not going to want to fuck with you if they right. hear half of the shit that you did. Well, and But the time you know, will come. And that's already slowly started. It has already slowly started for sure. And it's it's interesting because, like I said, I have not said anything. I have vaguely talked about these situations. I don't think I've even like opened up really to you or Dan or mm-hmm. anyone. Like, I mean, I've told you guys a little bit more than the average bear, but right, right. A lot of these people are starting to see this and gather information from outsider parties that have been able to see this firsthand. And the wave's already kind of going. So it's going to catch up to them. It's just when. But I'll tell you what. X, Y, and Z is going to resent this person in the future. Right. This person has made it incredibly difficult. Well, and I was <clears throat> even before even that realization you know, down the line. Mm-hmm. So it's just, um, it's a slow, slow turning wheel. But I'll get my justice. Just gotta be patient. Yeah. Good it things ain't, come it to ain't those fair, but it'll. Yeah, it ain't itself. fair. It ain't fair. It'll work but itself out. One thing about me, though, is that I'm not gonna give up. I will fight until I'm blue in the face. 
because I know I'm right. Right. And that's not even me being cocky. That's I have proof of everything derogatory that you've said about me, that you've said about specific parties, um, specific groups like I have the proof. I mean, for fuck's sake, this person dragged me all of court. And the one thing that we did bring up was something that they neglected to tell anybody, including their lawyer. So everyone was like, that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. Here's a police report. Here it is. Here's the here's the proof. It's not true. It's public record. Right. If you wanted it, you could have found it mm-hmm. for free. I'll get my I will get my my peaceful ending. But I will say that this uh, situation has made it very hard for me to trust anybody. Very hard. It's exhausting. It's exhausting to be a human. It's exhausting to have to fight for my right to be a human, period. Like, why do I have to fight for Existing, my image? Right. Like, yeah. you can tell that I'm not a bad person. If I was, you would have had a lot more paperwork on me. Right. If it was that outward, this would already, this would already have had a conclusion, you know. But it's the grasping at straws because apparently in society, those that suffer with any sort of mental health condition are monsters. The paperwork will paperwork. It It will will work its paper. paper Mm -hmm. It will work its paper. It will paper its work. Um, So I just, I have no choice but to be patient. Even though it's hard. Very hard. This, This whole situation has been a fucking shit show. But I'm just waiting for the end. Patiently, patiently waiting. It'll catch up. You gonna get there. We'll get there. Some little ass legs. You'll get there. Shut up. <laughs> How's your mental health? My mental health has been fine, honestly. Good. It's been pretty good. I'm um, glad to hear that. I feel like the last time it was ever all over the place was during the time I was getting sober. Or that I became sober because I did it so abruptly. Very cold turkey. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I... It was kind of all over the place while I was boxing. Which, oddly enough, for being a sport, it is very emotional. Just because of the, the physicality of it. Mm-hmm. I can only assume that there's a lot of hormones and you do a, it You do a lot of reflecting in the weirdest moments during those kind of activities. Is CTE a mental health condition or is that like a physical condition? It's a physical that causes a mental. Mm. So it's like the physical, I guess you'd say degradation of the brain that causes the mental instability that fortunately they can't detect until they, until you're dead and they check out your brain. So they look at it. Yep. Doesn't pop up on CT scans. Just keep in mind that you did say I can have a body part. Hey, go for it. You can have the old noggin. Oh, my God. I'll put it in a jar. Let's go. Let's go. Just don't haunt me, please. Oh, pff, I won't. Know. You're haunting. You can hang out with Gus. I'm sure he would love oh, to see you. We'll be best friends. He's so cute. Pinky in the brain. <gasps> Pinky in the brain. <laughs> Bro. I got you. <laughs> Dude, we're putting that on a shirt. We're Jot that down. But yeah, I've been, I've been pretty good. Good. 
been in a relationship, which is weird, but mm-hmm. it's been good because I also have relationship issues, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's weird? Having relationship issues? No, like since you've been, you've been relate, you've been maidenless for a while. Do you feel like it's weird? Like it's manifesting weird in your brain since you are now dealing with it again. Is it like a culture shock again? It's been a while. Been yeah, a while. kind of. Yeah, I would. I would agree. But it's do you, definitely. Do you think it's bringing you peace a little bit? I I'm still like on the fence on where it sits with me because it's just very Different. strange uh-huh. i mean like i've you know i've i've dated but there's always you know after a certain amount of time there's definitely parts in my brain that i'm like all right this isn't gonna work out like i already you know mm-hmm. just happened a lot over the past six years mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh-huh. <laughs> yeah so yeah, it's strange. Just everything's going fine. My my brain's been doing good so far, so just don't focus on self sabotage. Yes. Which I feel like I've been Which is so rich coming from me because all I do is self sabotage. And it's definitely something I struggled with for a very long time. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll uh wishy washy motherfucker ever in my life. That is damn straight. Yep. So we'll see. I also I also live a much healthier lifestyle, mm-hmm. which definitely helps. Because yeah. I still that I still have, I wouldn't even call them like moments because they're not like events or situations, but thoughts and that kind of stuff. And then I just continue my routine and my healthy lifestyle for the day, and it just like disappears. Yeah. yeah. Well. So I've been doing. I'm I'm good. cool. Hopefully things uh, I'm cool. stay that way. Yeah. I'm also sober, so that's helped. I feel like that helps tremendously. And I'm definitely past the, even like the previous two, like I don't know, situations where I tried, where it was kind, of, it was like dating for a little bit. I still didn't feel like my brain was fully adjusted Developed. to being completely sober. Yeah, yeah. And it was definitely yeah. So I know you told I fi- me about a lot of your previous issues. Yeah. But. I know that that was a hang up for you for a while, but do you feel like you're finally getting through it or do you feel like you've you've broken through it or do you feel like maybe this new relationship is helping kind of heal that wound? um, I know you're a tough guy, but I know your secrets. I'm not going (laughs) to tell them, but I'm going to allude to the fact that I know. Hmm. That's a good, it's, uh, it's never been something that's been healed it's been something that i've lived with and doesn't affect me the more time goes on probably will i mean i won't say it won't ever heal but or what exactly the terms are for healing or what that means because it's healing's different for everyone so i don't know if that would if this is considered healing or whatnot but coping mechanism at least at least a healthy one. Yeah. Compared healthy. to many compared of to the drinking and you know, what else? Many of the other many decisions of the other I've made in my life. Yeah, you've made quite a few decisions. <laughs> yeah, quite a few. Quite a few. Yeah. Well but no, I'm doing good. Good. I'm chilling. Good. Can't well, complain. Hopefully the next time that we do one of these episodes we will I'll have better news. And maybe Anton will be back and we can get some there of his go. because yeah. I know Anton's been going through a lot. Well, I'm sure, especially these past few months. Yeah. And um, 
we actually on Friday morning or Thursday morning, one of those, um, one of our mutual best friends died. So him knowing that he can't attend his best friend's funeral because yeah. he's, in, you know, locked up, you know, that it's definitely hitting him hard. And yeah, there's a lot more that goes on with him. But, you know, it's it's. And they, that's not a situation where they could even like take him that's what i so. thought because of like some sort of bereavement thing but since it's not family they won't let him that's crazy they did a similar thing to my buddy geo he was only had 30 days they had to serve and during that 30 days his firstborn kid was yeah you were telling me about that they wouldn't let him like a kid it sucks because like, it's one of those situations that you can never relive again right so the only thing that I can really do is go to the services on my own behalf. Right. And mentally, spiritually bring Anton with me. Right. But so it's been it's been hard. I feel like I've been beat up mentally in the past couple of weeks between um, my kid. Well, my my uncle had a, two strokes. My kid got pneumonia, and then now they think he has asthma, and then court, yeah. and now having to decide what I'm going to do with my career, because it's apparent that that is the biggest issue, besides my mental health. So now you have right. to decide what to do with that and move forward. But I'm hoping that we'll have better news by the next time we do them. one of these episodes. One can hope. Yeah. So... Well, and hopefully we can only do them every once in a while instead of it being like a regular four-week program or something, yeah, you like know? Yeah, like regular scheduled four-week therapy session. Right, right. That's what my therapist is for. But yeah, so with that being said, I mean, not much else to address until next time. No, that's that's it. Well. A little bit different tone for the episode. A little bit different. It's definitely a change of pace because, like I said, we love to focus on sketchy shit here but this is one of those things that has been weighing heavy and i feel like because of all the shit that's been weighing on me i've not been performing as well as i have been in the sketchfest headquarters you know Mm -hmm. i mean i've been doing enough to get me by but it feels like i haven't really truly been doing it i haven't been putting my all into it like i know i can but until next time until next time. <laughs> so with that being said, we're going to uh, take off. But if you want to be a part of Sketchfest, please send us your sketchy, sketchy stories. We want them as detailed as possible. And please, in the header, please, please, please tell us if you want to stay anonymous or not. Because if not, we're going to roast you. We're going to pick you apart. We're going to toast you. We're going to roast and toast you and flip you backwards. We're talking about the seven. toaster on nine. Mm-hmm. Cooked. Like I am I having a stroke or is the toast burnt? Don't exactly. Know. You so know, like that we'll kind find of out. that kind of shit. We're gonna fuck around and find out. Um, but yeah, so if you want to be a part of it, send us your sketchy stories to sketchfestpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on hmm, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. The most Discord, important one. Spotify. There you go. But you they're all just Spotify. at Sketchfest Podcast. So you can find us everywhere. Um, also all of our links will be in the show notes below. And we also have uh, this cute little this cute little thing going on, right? It's called Buy Me a Coffee. 
So if you go to buymeacoffee.com, go to buymeacoffee.com slash sketchfest, you can leave donations if you ever so please. And any donations, while they will be severely appreciated, they will be going directly back into Sketchfest. So, uh, you know, we've got a lot of things planned for the future of Sketchfest. And, uh, you know, anything helps. So, And it ultimately comes back to you, the viewer. Mm-hmm. So, so, relatable content. You know, you're investing us, but really you're investing in you if you're enjoying the content. Mm-hmm. And who knows? Maybe one day you can uh, sit down with us. So, with that being said, you can also follow uh, Joshua on Instagram. Yep. Go XBLK Garden X. On Instagram. Um, by the time you hear this, I might be back on Instagram. But if I am, it is trash underscore cat with two T's. But yeah, give us a follow on Spotify. Give us a follow on everything. Well, yeah. Support us. Follow us on everything, but especially Spotify. Yep. And with that being said, we are out. Peace out. Peace out, Girl Scouts.